0: yo 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 what's up everybody welcome 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 to the press pause podcast pause thank you for the follow this is episode number 22 um we've got Newcomb here joining us today um so uh it's gonna be a, a really good podcast i've known Newcomb for a bit um got to actually meet him in person down in uh Dallas when I went down yo sinister thank you for the follow um so uh it, it's gonna be a good podcast um he we're I'm not sure what exactly he has for us but I guarantee you that he will not hold back so uh, Chalupa today, unfortunately, is not able to be here. He had some family stuff to take care of. Um, but we wish him the best. Uh, we we're gonna miss him, and uh, you know, our thoughts, prayers, good vibes are going out to him and whatever is uh, he's having to take care of today. Uh, so we love you. We appreciate you, But guys. We're gonna go ahead and get into it. Um, so again, we got Nukem uh joining us today and uh yeah he's uh he 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 reached out to me was like yo I want to get on this podcast so uh yeah let's uh let's let's get into it yo you guys ready
1: yes sir
2: yeah Sorry. Oh,
0: you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs>
2: I like oh, pressed my I press my pedal and it was like uh didn't on. <laughs> I was talking and I was like,
1: uh did something yeah. break the last ten seconds that I can't hear him?
0: Nope, nope, not at all, not at all. Just not dumb. at all. Always 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 dumb. Always dumb. Uh give me a second here. There it goes. Uh Weird. all right, guys. So this is press pause episode number twenty two. With Duke with the Duke. Of All newcoms, <laughs> um, but so guys, just so everybody knows, uh, Chalupa messaged Devious and myself today, said he had some family stuff going on, uh, so he's not gonna make it tonight. We want to, whatever it is that he's having to deal with, we send him good vibes, prayers, and thoughts. Don't know, hopefully, all is well, yeah. assuming all is well, but you know, things happen, things come up that uh, we can't control, it could be good, it could be. Bad but um I'm sure if it was bad he'd tell us. So but guys as always co host Devious is up and raising Newcomb. his hand. I'm spent from Spentesky Gaming and Newcomb, as you can see in his little Newcomb sign back there.
2: Corner. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Um so Newcomb, first of all, thank you for reaching out, asking oh, to be on the podcast and everything like that. Thank you um i'm excited i'm excited because i know you don't hold back you just speak your mind and you uh say what you say and no regrets
1: minimal filter i won't say no filter minimal
0: (laughs) minimal filter um i've also had the pleasure and uh privilege of actually meeting newcomb uh when i went down to dallas um so, he he was uh, definitely one of the people I was excited to go down and meet. So, I'm excited to little, hear a little bit more about him and his story.
1: Wish I remember Dallas a little bit better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So, but before we get started, what I want to say is, before we go, Nukem, this is a video. It's on the internet. Whatever you say <laughs> is out there. Even if we delete the vlog, it's still there. want to make sure you're okay with that. I'm good with it. All right. Also to all our chats. We are not doctors. We're not therapists. We're not licensed in any way, shape or form. What we are doing is just coming together to open up and bring awareness to mental health and the battles that we deal with. Um, so and hopefully something that we might say might trigger something for you to help you in a beneficial way. Um, and that's our goal, whether it be going to see a therapist or something that we might do to try and help ourselves that could be helping you. So as we get into it, Devious, why don't you kinda go in and first of all tell us how your last few weeks have been and let Newcomb know a little bit about your story and why you wanted to help join the podcast and get this going.
2: Sure. Um, my last few weeks have been all right. Um I've been I've been pretty good. I've been streaming a lot. Um as a lot of you know, I, I was a full-time streamer for about 13 months, um, but I'm back working. I'm back working, which I'm sure a lot of people are, are are doing now just because things are starting to open back up and get back to normal. But for me, it was more of a peace of mind and uh, just to get back out working and, and, and make some extra money. Um, I'm also in the process of moving soon, so I'm, I'm doing that. Um, but life, life is good, and my lady and I are doing well, um, and things, things can be better. Moving, moving, stressing me out big time though. I, I hate moving. I hate saving the money for it. I hate the moving month. I hate. I hate everything about moving. And I'm gonna be completely honest. It fucking sucks. Pardon my language, but it sucks. Um, a little bit about me and and my background. Um, I've never actually been clinically diagnosed with anything. Um, and a lot of my stuff growing up was really good. You know, I, I grew up with a good family. My parents were divorced. Uh, my mom remarried. Um... To my stepdad and I had sisters, you know, I have stepsisters and 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 a blood brother through my my original mom and dad. Um, and growing up, life was you know was pretty good. Um, once I hit my twenties, I started partying a little bit, started drinking, started doing drugs, you know, got into the, that that whole ordeal. And and I'm sure some of my problems started stemming then, um, you know, with my anxiety, with with depression and stuff like that. Um, I did eventually start going to college. I went to firefighting school. I uh, did my EMT, did my my fire one, fire two, um, and traveled out to Colorado, did wildfires, and and got to experience some great things through college. Um, when I came back home, and while I was there, I kind of had some emergencies and stuff come up. My 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 parents' house burned down. Um, I lost everything I had, uh, all my all my belongings and everything was there. Um, and, and the two suitcases that I went to Colorado with, I, I came home with, that's what I had. And, uh, we lived out of a out of a condo for a couple months and, uh, and stuff like that. Um, shortly after that, my brother passed away in a motorcycle accident. And that's when a lot of my, 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 my stuff stemmed. That's, that's when a lot of it really began. Um, just me, you know, uh, depression days, uh, terrible insomnia. I haven't, I haven't slept in years. I can't tell you last time I've had a, a good sleep. Like I don't sleep eight to ten hours a night, you know, I sleep two, three, four hours. Um and and, and the, the depression hits me. Some days I don't want to get out of bed. Uh, the anxieties hit me, even even when streaming. Um and and that's kind of where a lot of my stuff stemmed from. And now these last thirteen months being a full time streamer, um and, and being on the Facebook platform, um, a lot of that stuff came out. It definitely came out, and I, I was very negative for a while. I, I, my attitude changed. I was bitter, um, and I had to make some changes. And, I, I made, and a lot of those changes have have actually helped the way I feel, um, and and kind of where I'm at now. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit of kind of about my my history and how a lot of things started, and and where where I'm at today. So.
0: Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Devious. And, and I know I know for a minute there, because uh, I know before stream we were kind of talking, and he said something about he could see some of the things that he was putting out there uh, on Twitter specifically was super, super negative, and uh, I actually reached out to him one day and kind of said, um, you know, this could be part of the reason why some of the things that he was complaining about is happening. And uh, I've noticed since since we've had that talk, you've been a lot more positive. And I've also seen that you started getting uh, some of the games in with people that you've been trying to get games with. So
2: a lot of stuff has changed for me, man. It's been good. And I've changed the platform and just had to make some changes and and just change my attitude in general. But then going back to work just changed so much, helped so much. So, yeah, I'm doing well, man, doing good.
0: So uh, my story, I'm going to condense. Never clinically diagnosed. Basically have dealt with depression since I was about 14, 15 years old. Attempted suicide around the same time. A lot of it stems from the do as I say, not as I do mentality. um, And not coming across in a manner that was provoking of positivity from my father. Um, So basically... A long story short he made me feel that I would never be able to amount to anything and it just weighed and weighed and weighed on me so hence the some of the reasons that I always out being kind to people I mean you see at Newcomb I'm always nice I'm always out there I'm always reaching out people checking on people and everything like that uh, and and that's part of the reason why is because of everything that I kind of went through um, dealing with that as I got older you know I still kept dealing with it and People kind of toss me aside, get what they wanted from me, toss me aside, and, you know, and, and it's just been an ever-growing problem, and uh, I'm finally getting to the point, well, especially since I uh, started kind of opening up about it, finally getting to that point where it's just like, whatever, you know, there's, I still go through my spells, and I don't ever think about um, attempting suicide, I don't have those thoughts anymore, now it's more the, I don't want to do anything today. I just want to lay in bed. Maybe I'll just call into work type deal. So okay. that's pretty much in a nutshell what I pretty much have dealt with my whole life. Um, over the last couple of weeks, I explained to you guys earlier, mentally I had a very rough couple of weeks, um, and it wasn't due to anything related to that. It was more due to an old soft, slow-pitch softball buddy of mine was – Needlessly murdered um, because of a disagreement at a party. Um, not sure the whole story or anything because I wasn't there or anything like that. Um, and then another softball buddy, I had met his daughter. And this is one of the reasons why we are trying to bring awareness is because, as he put it on his little post, she died to depression. Um. So... This is why we want to bring awareness, and because we don't want to see people, as he put it, die to depression. Right. Um, we, want, we want people to realize that they're not alone. There is help out there through right. licensed therapists, doctors, meds, whatever it is that you may need to do. Um, so that is my story. That's what my last couple of weeks have been. I'm flipping this corner on that. Because it has been a couple of weeks and I can't, I, I can't change what happened. I mean, the only thing I can do is try and help bring out awareness, and that's what we're doing this podcast for, right? So right. Right. now it is time to get into our guest of honor tonight, Newcomb. So why don't you? I I know you sent the I saw sent you the questions that we kind of follow and everything. I'm sure you've kind of gone over them, so. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you start off with an introduction of yourself? How long have you been streaming? Are you a full-time streamer, part-time streamer? If you're not a full-time streamer, do you have a full-time job and what do you do for a living? Ultimate goal, game of choice, how you got into streaming?
1: Uh, so obviously I'm Newcomb. Um, as Spencer and DVS, DVS said, I, uh, I am a part-time streamer that puts in as many possible hours as I can, probably to a fault. Um, I am a engineer for a pipeline company. I work shift work. Um, so one week I work days, one week I work nights, hence me not having what most would view as a consistent stream schedule, although it is extremely consistent to me. Um, game of choice these days is so (laughs) widely up in the air. Um, until a month ago, six weeks ago, it was call of duty. Uh, Call of Duty sucks now, so um, Apex, I still play COD, really the only reason at this point I still play COD is to play with certain, you know, just to play with friends because that's what they're still playing. Um, Been dabbling or playing a lot of Apex Legends lately, Tarkov, and then random games here and there. That's about it. Um... I have been diagnosed, not with depression, but with severe PTSD, severe anxiety, um, uh, traumatic brain injury. I think that's going to cover it amongst a wide array of physical damage that has been caused to me.
0: So how did you uh, get into
1: streaming? How did I get into streaming? Sorry, I forgot that part. Um. So with my current job, I have a ton of downtime that I literally have absolutely nothing to do. So I'm scrolling through Facebook one day, I come across Stone Mountain, as I'm sure a lot of people have done. Started watching Stone, Um. still wasn't gaming, just enjoyed watching. I wasn't gaming at all, though, at that point. Um, and then Apex came out. Stone had been talking for a couple weeks about a new game that was coming out, but he couldn't say anything about it, yada, yada, yada. And i picked up on a couple other streamers to that point. Um, Pool Shark, Darkness, um, trying to think of Mrs. May. I think of who else I was watching at the point, you know, just a wide array of people. Um, and I was sitting at home one, one day, it was a day off from work, watching Stone, had him pulled up on the big screen, and next thing I know, he premieres apex legends and i'm like this looks fun so i went and got went and got my xbox and and literally downloaded it and started playing it kind of dabbled in at the to- at mixer actually at the time because you could direct stream from your xbox to mixer right. so streamed on mixer a little bit i mean nothing you know i was just hey whatever um next thing i know a I guess you could say prominent personality. I'm not going to throw a name out there because I don't want everybody to go rushing to this person um, reached out to me and said, Hey, I've been troller. I've been lurking you on mixer. I've seen you in a ton of Facebook chats. I'm going to send you a PC. I want you to stream. Okay. Nice. So
0: yeah.
2: A
1: couple days later I had a free PC in the mail and literally okay. set it up that day. Downloaded Apex Legends and streamed them for my first time that night. Had never played a PC game, much less played mouse and keyboard.
0: Day <laughs> and so awesome. My
1: very first stream was a game that I had been playing on Xbox at that point and was pretty damn good on Xbox, honestly. Um, Very first stream was first time ever playing on PC, first time ever playing mouse and keyboard. That was my first stream.
0: Nice. That was mistake. Uh, how, how, <laughs> how much lo, how long after that did you and i actually meet up and start playing
1: oh it had been a, it was a while was I, it? probably probably six months honestly i didn't know anybody at that point i didn't know anybody i met people um i met that was
2: at, the first that was the but, first game i streamed too when, when when did you start streaming what like what a uh, year and month like, uh may of
1: 2019
0: that's... I think it was May. I think it was a, it was like a week after Apex came out. Nice, nice. Uh, do you have an ultimate goal for streaming? Like do you want it to go full time? Is it just a kind of a hobby?
1: I I've always said since day 1 of doing this. So I love my job. I absolutely. I hate my schedule, but my actual job I love. Um I've always said since day 1 of doing this, I would never go full time until I'm making stone slash ninja ninja money doing it that's the only way you'll ever get me to go full-time streaming nice it, it, w- it would have to compensate what i make times 10 right right consistently for probably a year and a half
0: or two years uh, that's kind of like me like for me it's it's more of a hobby at this point like it, ultimately my goal is to own my own pc p- business of some sort wearing right. them, whatever Cause I love PCs. I, 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 enjoy the job that I have, you know, yeah. I mean, it, like any job, there's those things that you despise, but right. that's with any job. Um, right. but no, I, I 100% get it. I, I'm with you on that one whole fully. It, it, it's a lot of competition out there to be full time. Um, the stress level that could come as devious nose, um, mm-hmm. trying to make it full time and everything like that is just through the roof. It plays with your head. It plays with your. It just. It's just a men- mentally. It's just rough. It's one hundred percent rough. Yeah.
1: Right, and I, and I've had my spans where I've done l- like literally full time. I, I mean, you know, back at the end of May, I had knee surgery. I was out of work for six weeks. Yep. On on short term disability, so I streamed for six weeks. Every, I mean, I was doing ten, twelve, sometimes fifteen hour days. And while I enjoyed it, that showed me right there that I don't want to do this full time. <laughs>
0: like, yeah.
1: I just don't. <laughs> it's um, fun to me. That's all it is.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Um, so you kind of talked about the PTSD, you know, the anxiety, some of the different things that you've been clinically diagnosed. Um, Do you deal with, like, depression but not been diagnosed with it? Or... Oh, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Um, Um, it's difficult for me. Um, and DBS, I don't know about you, but I know Spence doesn't have kids.
2: Yeah, Um, don't have any kids.
1: Yeah, I didn't think you did. So it's it's different when you have kids, um, because you can't, as Spence said, I don't want to get out of bed. I just want to lay in bed and you know call into work. But I can't. I I can't, man. Like, it doesn't matter how bad of a day I'm having or how much I just want to sit on my ass and not do anything. I've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old downstairs that are full of energy. like. And, and, and the best part about it is, is if I am having an ass day, and I'm just like, dude, I don't want to do anything today, all I got to do is walk in the living room and watch this two-year-old and four-year-old one run, run wild, and it brings me out of it almost immediately.
2: That's a, that's a joy, yeah.
0: Oh, I, I saw that on your Berserk uh video that you sent in where you're just running around with the car and the house and everything. That was amazing. That was amazing. And and, and I can, I, I've seen it like even with my uh, brother and my sister-in-law who, um, I own the house. They rent from me until, you know, what, whatever it just benefits both of us. Um, but I have an eight, nine year old nephew and Mm -hmm. I've, I've legitimately seen, them kind of having like that rough days and then all of a sudden something that they he he would do and snapped right out of it their whole mood would just change
1: right and that's been honestly kind of me today I haven't felt good today like not mentally I'm fine today but physically I have not felt good today I've just been under the weather today and I've, I've kind of just wanted to not do anything all day long just haven't felt good an hour ago 30 minutes before this podcast my girls are outside swimming and i literally run outside fully clothed jump in the pool and swim with them as crappy as i feel i'm just like dude they're out fun i'm in here laying on the couch because i feel like hell and i can hear them outside having a good old time i'm like dude i'm going out here for like 10 minutes i don't care or whatever it probably felt like, refreshing though no. oh, awesome yeah no i actually yeah. kind of sucked because i was like fully dressed <laughs> <laughs> as i hit the water i was like this was a bad idea <laughs> Uh, whatever
0: they had fun with it so it's all that I care about all right so as far as the uh being clinically diagnosed with the PTSD and the brain injury and everything like that um if you're up to it kind of uh explain and talk to us a little bit about it like um how did you come about having those um, um so prior military I was infantry
1: I was a ranger um I was a sniper. My first deployment was two thousand eight uh I got there in October. I got to Afghanistan two thousand eight. We were at a place called um the Korngal Valley um specifically a firebase named Firebase Restripo. um literally there is i I believe it is still on Netflix, but there is a documentary about a specific area that we were at. It was the unit that we that we replaced. Um, The unit that we replaced was 173rd Airborne Infantry Unit out of Vicenza, Italy, Um, and a man by the name of Sebastian Younger and Tim Hetherington followed them around for 15 months. Um, Time Magazine, while we were there, everybody's heard of Time Magazine, quite literally named this place the most dangerous place in the world. Six-mile-long, one-mile-wide valley. One end of the valley is Afghanistan, the other end of the valley is Pakistan. There was a grid line, grid line six, that we could not go past. Um, in the slightly over year that we were there, 365 days in a year, I believe we were there 409 days, I think is what the exact count was that that we were there. We got over 2000 firefights, we were averaging four to five a day. The really crazy part about that is is there's there was about a four-month span in there in the middle of the winter because we were in the mountains, so we were snow-covered, that we didn't get shot at for about four months. Literally not a single time did we get shot at. So take that 409 days, subtract out four months' worth, so 120 days. That tells you how much we were getting shot at the rest of the time. Hearing um, that deployment... Every single person in my platoon... Platoon is generally 36 people or so, kind of depending. Every person in my platoon, except for two, received a Purple Heart. If you don't know what a Purple Heart is, it's an enemy marksman badge. It means you got shot, blown up. Somehow you were injured due to enemy fire. Um, Every single person in my platoon, except for two, received Purple Hearts. um, Out of... I think we actually deployed with 32. Out of the 32 original that deployed, seven of us made it back. Either out of out of my platoon there was 17 deaths the rest were injured so badly that they could not come back i.e lost limbs whatever something along those lines um personally i took a ricochet off the helmet it didn't it cracked my helmet but did not penetrate i got shot in my chest plate four different times um i got shot just to the right of my groin that actually did penetrate shrapnel is still there that sucks um, and let me tell you how much MRIs really suck now. Um, and jumped off the side of a mountain to avoid getting shot by an RPG that resulted in about a 280-meter fall that knocked me unconscious for 13 days, I believe, which was the original TBI injury, along with a torn ACL, a fractured back, uh, several broken ribs, a fractured neck, and a fractured shoulder. Um... Wow, that 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 wasn't fun. Um, so obviously, a culmination of stuff out of that led to some TBI or uh, some well, yeah, some TBI, but some um, some of the PTSD. My second my, my second deployment was supposed to be the chill deployment because I would gotten so messed up my first deployment. So I got put on um, what is called PSD. It's personal personal security detail for um, the higher-ups within my chain of command. It did not end up being chill, even remotely. We were um, a quick reaction force for my base. So anytime any unit that was out had an issue that they needed help, we were the first ones to go. I mean, it was just, you know we were the we were the only ones on the base with cell phones we got a we got a cell phone call we had to go um so during this deployment i can't tell you how many times we got blown up via ieds we this time we were actually in vehicles my first deployment i never the only vehicle i was ever in was helicopters i was never in an actual wheeled vehicle we walked everywhere um second deployment we were actually in vehicles i will never do a military vehicle again i i literally cannot tell you how many times we got blown up um via ieds flipped my truck six different occasions my truck got flipped um had one occasion where we got called out due to this is probably the one that messed me up mentally the most um we got called out in the middle of the night due to um apache helicopters firing on insurgents planting an ied in the road so we roll out With EOD, Explosive Ordnance Disposal. Um, It's the dudes that blow stuff up intentionally um, to figure out what's in the road. The EOD is going to figure out what's in the road, dispose of it. We are going to try and figure out who did it and either, I guess, recover bodies because the Apaches had fired on them or detain people. (coughs) So we get out there. I'm going to try and abridge this story a little bit. We get out there, it's the middle of the night, we can't see nothing. Um but we have heat signatures because we have uh Air Force flying over marking stuff for us essentially with their thermals telling us yes, you're on you know, you're on target, whatever, blah 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 blah. So we're out here walking around. Come to find out, we're literally parked on top of this IED. Literally parked on top of this IED. So EOD gets out, deals with it. We're walking through this rice paddy field type thing. And there's a kind of a ditch between the vehicles and us. And I had my night vision on, but I had it switched over to thermal. And I pick up a heat signature in the in this ditch, kind of underneath some bushes or whatnot. So we walk over there. There's three dead bodies within about 100 meters of each other. Um... So we kind of start trying to figure out if these guys are alive. Are they dead? What's the deal here? So we identified three of them as, as KIA. The last one that we identified, just as we started to walk away, we noticed movement. There was four insurgents. The, one of the insurgents and in Lived pulled a dead body on top of him, hoping that we would not find him. After several threats, me and um, one of my uh, team leaders, Staff Sergeant Brumman, Um after several threats or several, I guess, commands, orders, whatever you want to call it, given that were interpreted by our interpreter, this guy did not um, obey. Well, I guess he kind of started to obey. He came out, um, I've, y'all have all seen in the movies, the big burkas that they wear, the big loose stuff. We told him to lift it so we could make sure he didn't have anything in, as he did, an AK fell out of his shirt, and this man um, gently got escorted from the planet Earth by me and Sergeant Brummond, to put it politely. Um, To make things even better that evening, I was the... I don't remember the title of it, but I carried this camera around that it could scan people's eye prints, their, their retinas, along with fingerprints. And that's how we kept track of Afghanis because there's no such thing as an ID card over there. So it was essentially our identification system of, we came across a group of people. We could scan them and tell if they've been arrested, whatnot, whatever, 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 whatever. Well, I had to do this with every single person that I've ever come in contact with in Afghanistan, dead or alive. So I got to do it to these four dead gentlemen. The last one that I stumbled upon had been directly hit by a 40-millimeter bullet out of one of the Apaches and did not have a head. Therefore, I could not get an eye print. The only way that I could get DNA from this gentleman was to take my knife and cut him wide open and get blood. That wasn't fun. That, That screwed me up. Breakfast the next day was also steak and eggs.
0: I don't know how you could have eaten steak and eggs after doing that. I didn't. I coincidentally,
2: coincidentally, yeah.
0: I didn't eat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was just saying to chat. Wow. that makes that makes uh that makes everything I've gone through very. And I and you don't you don't want to say this because everybody that's something everything that somebody goes through is is means something. But geez, man.
1: Yeah, it sucked. Uh, the real uh, I guess the real uncool part about was probably about six months ago. I was rolling through my old hard drives, and I came across the pictures that I had taken that night, and I was like, "Well, this hard drive's going in the trash,
0: yeah, I would throw that in the trash yeah. for sure mag magnetize it, my- destroy it, drill it, wow, so yeah,
1: wow, so that's the p t s d lots of explosions in there
0: that's the t b i wow yeah. that that's it, it, like like you said, Devious, it just – hearing that, it makes the stuff that I've gone through – I mean, not that it's not a big deal because it's a big deal to me, but it's just everybody's – It's insane, different. Yeah. It's, it's like, different. I don't think I'd be able to go what you went through. Let's yeah. put it that way. Let's put it that there's,
1: way. There's stuff that you've gone through that I may not be able to go through. Nobody's is more relevant. Right. Nobody's is more traumatic. It's just everybody's is different.
2: Yeah, I'll say that I, I am happy that you're here. You're here speaking about it.
0: Yes, yes. I've actually had a few uh,
2: I've lost a lot of friends, ex-military
0: man. people that have reached out wanting to join, and uh, you know, so we we got a few that are on the list that are going to be coming up and later Korea. on. Yeah. Later on, and um, it's
1: funny because a lot of times oh, okay. it, I get um, comments not just like within the gaming community, but just in general about you never take life serious. Well, this is why dude, like I've, I've had my serious, I've had my, my adult. Yeah. Like now I just want to screw around and be a kid and have fun. And I don't care.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll be, first of all, on behalf of the press pause podcast, as well as myself, I want to thank you for your service and everything that you went through. and everything. thank you, man. Um, and job, and someone someone here in the uh, sinister gaming and in and press pause podcast says lots of respect for you. Oh, oh yeah. Th- yeah, thank you. Um, just just <laughs> wow. I and, and I mean, again, let, let let everybody everybody goes through something different. Peep some people. It's it's all what we go through. We might not be able to. He might not be able to go. What I go through. I might not be able to go. Devious goes through. Devious might not be able to go through what Nukem went through. But Correct. yet, it's all still important. It's just different.
1: Right. And that's the thing is it's different.
0: So with all that, that you explained, um, sorry, how does that, how does that, I I don't know how to phrase this question now. (laughs) I, I really don't know how to phrase this question now, but I'm going to just so you, you you shared your experience with mental health, where it came from, and everything like that. And um, on a regular basis, is it often? I mean, does is there triggers for it? I, I, I like what, on a regular There's, basis. How do how does this come about affecting you to get you in those places? And what have you done to try and? I know you've said your family, your kids. Um, right. But to help get you pull yourself out of those moments. Um,
1: after my first deployment, I, I, there was no pulling out. I went from, I got home from first deployment. First deployment, I had knee surgery. Um, as soon as, basically as soon as, not even, I wasn't even recovered from knee surgery yet. I was four months out from knee surgery. They said, hey, you're deploying again. You get to go train for the next year. So there was no pulling out of that one. The second deployment, um, I got home from my second deployment uh, December of, it was actually Christmas Eve, 2011. Um, Met my now wife two months later. Yeah, it was like February. I met her um she'll be i wish she would come up here but she's downstairs with the kids she'll be the first to tell you when we when me and her met my god was i an asshole i was i was just angry i mean literally i was just angry i was pissed off um i just needed out of the military at that point um it was continual for me it was continual physical injuries were keeping me back from what I wanted, from what I actually wanted to do in the military. because at that point, my what I wanted to do in the military was I wanted to become a pilot. I wanted to fly helicopters. can't fly helicopters when you have traumatic brain injury. So at that point, what's the point in me staying in? So I got out. Um, I had a lot of vacations, so I think I took like four months off before I got out. and I told my wife, I said, I'm literally just gonna go sit in the woods. For the next four months, I don't have a plan. I don't know what I'm going to do. However, I'm still getting paid, so I don't care. Her brother owned about 150 acres. It was like 30 minutes from our house or our apartment. So I just I literally went and sat in the woods and hunted for four months and just cleared my mind of what I had done for the last several years. Um. Once that was done with, I got my job and we moved here. We moved back to San Antonio at the time we were living in Kentucky. Um, I I, triggers it's so random, the stuff that triggers me. (laughs) Drivers piss me off on a daily basis. Um, because it, it sounds so stupid, but it's the little things, like, in the road. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's an IED. And my mom or my wife will tell you, I will literally yank my car across three lanes of traffic at 80 miles an hour and not think anything of it. And still, to this day, I've been out of the military seven years now, eight years now. I mean, you know, I haven't been deployed in 10 years now. But it's just, I don't think it's something that, like, something like that, I don't think you'll ever get a, get, get across or get past
2: How's your um? How's your sleeping overall? Do you have like weird? Do you ever have dreams or visions or anything? Yeah, ask, there's you don't you probably you probably don't sleep, do you?
1: Ask my mom Rachel how my sleeping is. I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I, I don't. Um, but it, do it, yeah. It, but it, that has nothing to do with the military. Very rarely do I get. No? Okay. Very rarely do I have like a dream or something. Maybe if we if I watch like a, a war movie that I shouldn't have watched or something, which I really. Tr- It sucks because those are the movies that I enjoy the most. But they do, like, trigger stuff randomly. But as far as, like, sleeping, I don't sleep, but it's just because of my work schedule. I sleep better during the day than I do at night. Like, when we get off of here, I'm going to go play Apex Legends for a couple hours. I'll probably play play Apex Legends till 1 or 2 in the morning. Heck, yeah. I'll wake up at at 7. Get my girls ready for school. I'll be back playing Call of <laughs> <call it> Duty <dude. laughs> at 8:30 uh, tomorrow morning with Master Bratch. I don't know who else I'm playing with. I'll play that till probably 3 in the afternoon. And then I'll be back playing probably Apex Legends tomorrow night at 9:30 and I'll play till 3 or 4 in the morning
0: and this will repeat all week long. <laughs> That tells you
1: how my sleep
0: schedule goes. And, and you can and you can tell how Call of Duty affects his mental health. There. <laughs> now, I want I want to bring up I want to bring up some because uh, it, it, it's while you ask of, your
1: question, I'm gonna grab a can of water. because yep. I'm dying right. Now.
0: Yep. Go for it. Yep. Go for it. It's kind of weird because here he just gets out of deployment after dealing with all that shooting, being shot at, blah blah blah. He takes his vacation. And what does he do? He goes hunting and shooting things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm it, sorry. It's kind of ironic. <laughs>
1: well, okay. But at, at that point, I hadn't been deployed in, like I said, I got home December of 2011. I got out of the military. My last day in the military, my last day in uniform was November 13th, 2013. So it, I had been home damn near two years at that point. I mean, that's, it's a significant amount of time, (laughs) but the woods has always been just a peaceful place for me. Whether I, whether even, even I'm going hiking, whatnot, but the one stipulation of me going hunting was I did not go with a gun. I went with my bow. Well,
0: that's a, that's a big difference.
1: Since deployments, I've been more of a bow hunter than I have a rifle hunter.
0: Probably better for that, uh, PTSD for sure. Yeah, plus
1: it's actually challenging. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I know friends that bow hunt and everything like that. They're now doing crossbows.
2: Yeah, I I fish a lot, but I've never been a good hunter or never liked to hunt.
1: I'm about to start fishing here real soon. I fished for a long, long, long time, and then I got out of it, and I'm kind of ready to go back at it. This I, just
2: where I live. Yeah, I'm ready to go. With it. I haven't been in a, a, a quite a bit. I, I went once, I think. But I'm—I got ideas for content. I just want to make a like, bring a GoPro with me or something, you know, Ooh. just do some, do some fun stuff with it.
1: Look up, not trying to promote anybody, but look up Bog Dog. Yep. He forever is taking his, his GoPro, GoPro, GoPro everywhere.
2: Yeah. Action yep. shots and stuff like that are so cool. Yep. yep. You know.
0: Yep. Um, the other thing that you had mentioned is the fact that you like the military movies, but now you kind of have a hard time watching them. So, for mm-hmm. example, it would be something like a Black Hawk Down. Would be something that would be that you would enjoy, but right. Right. Exactly. So the
1: the 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 made up military movies, those are fine. It's the it's the based on a true story or the documentaries that those suck. Um Lone Survivor. We've all I'm not going to say we've all seen Lone Survivor, but we've all heard of Lone Survivor, Marcus Luttrell, yada, yada, yada. Um, Lieutenant Michael Murphy. Uh, you know, that 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 movie quite literally happened where I lived. Where I lived. Literally happened where my first deployment was at. That, those two Blackhawks, or those two Chinooks that were shot down, I have laid my hands on and been inside of those Chinooks. Several, I mean, mm-hmm. after, after the incident happened, you know, but... We were out on a massive company mission, um, walking. I don't know if I should say the name of the ridgeline. That's ten years out, and we're not there anymore. But I'm not. I'm still not going to say it. Specific ridgeline in Afghanistan. Um, over, we hear over the radio, "Hey, look to your left. Those are the helicopters from, from Lone Survivor." You know. And the next thing we know, about an hour later, we get a call up that we that there's possibly still um Intel based materials within there and so we need to go down and destroy it. So because we were the first people to see it since that it had happened. So we got to go down and thermite Chinooks, which was sucked, but it was act kinda cool all in one.
0: Dee, do you have any questions?
2: Oh. No, I'm 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 i am just been listening, man i am i'm just really intrigued man i i'm just really, the, I, the I, story can't, I, is I, is definitely i think I, I i i i think i'd be brain dead if i've been through what you were through bro. i'm just saying like i just i think i wouldn't be totally there i'm just like i'm really impressed man very impressed Enough um of i know i know but still man yeah i just appreciate you um but also man uh kind of off topic but that that restrepo documentary is really good everybody De- definitely <laughs> recommend it it's good
1: There's a follow-up to it called Corrigal as well that kind of follows, um, the guys after they got home. When, uh, when Corrigal came out, um, again, done by Sebastian Younger, Tim Hetherington, who was the co-producer at that point, um, actually didn't have anything to do with Corrigal. He was, uh, killed by an RPG in Lebanon shortly after Restrepo came out, um, but when Corn Gall came out, Sebastian Younger reached out to a lot of the guys that were at Corn Gall, either from uh, 173rd or my unit, which was Bravo Company 126, or um, the unit that relieved us was 4th ID, 1st Brigade, out of Fort Carson, Colorado. Uh, they were only there for about six months, but Sebastian Younger reached out to us and asked. It was a very limited release. I think it came out in, like, 30 theaters across the country. That was it. And they were, like, little boutique um, theaters. Um, said, would you guys want to attend this and then do, like, a Q&A type thing afterwards? And so I did. I did a Q&A in Columbus, Ohio, uh, because we were living three hours from Columbus, Ohio at that point. But then conveniently or ironically, however you want to say it, um, when it released in San Antonio, I was actually here, because this is where I'm from. <laughs> I was actually here uh, interviewing for my current job, and so I did the one here as well. So it was kind of a cool experience because I got to meet the guys. You know, I had met the guys from 173rd that the original Restrepo movie was about. I got to meet them, obviously, at Restrepo, but it was kind of cool to meet them on a personal level because, you know, afterwards we went out and had dinner and then basically all got shit-faced ass drunk at the bar afterwards, but... (laughs)
2: Do you, uh, do you talk anybody but do you still talk to any of the, any of your uh anybody that was in your unit or anything like that from military?
1: Very very few. Um from my second deployment No. Yeah. Maybe, maybe two guys. Um my first deployment, I talked to more people for my first deployment. I'm actually an admin on we have a Facebook page um where we can all just kind of keep in touch. I'm actually an admin on that page. Um so I keep Tabs on that a lot. There's a couple guys that I talked to. Um, there's like three guys that I talked. Does talk that, to does that
2: help? Team. Does that help you at all? Um, does it help with some with some stuff. Just being no. able to kind of relate it at all with anything or no. Yes
1: and no. Um, we've grown apart a lot. Um, and especially especially over like the last say two years. Um, sure. And I hate to say it, but politics has honestly divided us a lot. Yeah. Because we all have very, very different political views, um, so that has kind of come between us. Obviously, with the, with what's been going on with the, the whole nation lately, um, even COVID and stuff like that. Um, but, but they're the type of people that you know. We could not talk for a year, and if I had something happen, I know I could call them and they'd be there regardless of the issues that we've had. You know, sure. so oh, that that's is, actually is because, yes. Is it the same as what it was? Ten twelve years ago absolutely not
0: that, that actually is not a bad segue into uh, this question that I said I was gonna ask earlier um you know we were talking about it we saw uh, a we all saw a tweet from uh, uh, um, deadly deadly graphics um about what our friends what what do you consider friends and everything like that and You know, I personally, I responded, I'm like a friend, is someone that's going to be there and you will help them without expecting anything in return. But at the same time, they're not going to not return the favor because they're your friend, because that's just how it works. And and, and here you've got this former platoon and you have your political differences and everything like that, but yet you still all respect each other and everything. And you know that they're going to be there if you need something, just like you'll be there if they need something. Sure. And, and, um, but with that, I mean, my question is, is how do you feel that sometimes these friendships, whether it be done purposely, not purposely, hinder like your mental health? You know, like, do you have, do you have people that you have, you don't have to name them obviously, but people that you've considered friends and everything. And then all of a sudden something happened and, and it's just like kind of affected you mentally. You realize that they probably weren't really your friend or, you know, that, that type of thing.
1: Um, within the gaming community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there's people within the gaming community that I was like, man, these are, these are friends. And then, either you know they've blown up or change a game or whatnot. And
2: the big one lately is the game changing games.
1: Game you know? change. It's
2: obviously um, A lot of people are switching, and you, your some of your right. friends will stay in the same game, and you don't.
1: Right. You don't, you don't make, make right? Ex- Exactly. Well, it was, you know it's funny. There's a, there's a couple that I'm thinking of specifically that I'm not going to name, obviously. Um. Yeah. But it, it's not even a game, necessarily a game change. Or I don't, not that I've even like played with them a lot. It's just like a change in attitude, whether it be on their part or the the big one is, like I said earlier, I don't take it serious. I I joke around too much, you know. And I've, <laughs> um, obviously I love to meme on Twitter. Everybody knows that. That's
0: sure, yeah, what mm-hmm. they do.
1: Whether I'm photoshopping something, whether I'm taking a stupid picture to troll a picture that somebody else had done, or editing a video to make fun of it. It's what I do, and I do it, I don't, I, the last thing I ever want to do is piss somebody off or offend them. I say the last thing I ever want to do. There is times that I intentionally do stuff to piss people off. Everybody does it. (laughs) And and I don't mean it like I'm trying to, like, piss, I, I shouldn't say piss somebody off. There have been times that I feel like somebody has not been reaching their potential that I see. So I will throw out a troll knowing that it's going to make them mad, hoping that it's going to light a fire under their ass. And it has happened several times where I have lit a, fe- lit a fire in somebody's ass while pissing them off.
2: You're a, you're a tough love kind of person.
1: That's exactly how I am. That's exa- I and I'm it. the same way. It's not just I'm the same way with my kids, too. I
2: get it. I, get it. Yep.
1: I will swap my daughter's ass in a heartbeat. And then go explain to her why she just got her. Yes, yeah. And then bribe her love back with a sucker and a kiss and a hug. I, I don't care. Um. I, but I've lost friends over my trolling. Partner, specifically, there's 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 partners, Facebook and Twitch partners, that have blocked me, banned me, whatever, because I trolled them. And 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 this is people that like I'm was very close with very close with met IRL you know they've met my family yada 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 and I threw you know whatever and they got upset about it I'm like this is what my content is like yeah you know when we play video games you trash talk me because you're way better than me but I troll so what's the difference here you know right right so
0: I feel that. I feel that there's,
1: there's definitely friends that I've lost because of trolling. There's definitely friends that I've gained from my trolling. That I've literally never played video games with them, but I talk to them on a regular basis, you know. Yeah, I know, so, I, know. I troll you. I don't care. I'm gonna troll who I troll if I see an opportunity. Guess what? You're gonna get. It's trolled, gonna but I'm gonna do
0: it in a loving it, way. It's gonna happen. Yes. You no. know, and and, and and personally, I respect that. I I know that's who you are. Um, you know, I I'm I, I met you bold in a malicious manner. No, no I can no. say that. No, um, I know that I've uh had the privilege of meeting you back. You know. It's probably well, IRL, but I'm talking, we've gained for like oh, yeah. a, years, about a, almost a year and a half now, I think yeah. the apex days. Yep. And, uh, I I've, I I've, I've it. always had, I've always had, uh, good times with you through the trolling, through the non-trolling, um, was super, like I said, I was super excited to go ahead and be, be able to meet you. And, uh. But sometimes – people people take things sometimes way too serious. Right. And if you at can't – At the end of the day – sorry, go ahead. It's at, 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 at the end – like you were – I think you were going to go this route because I was heading there. At the end of the day, if you can't laugh and have a good time, you then doing? you're then, – then the stress that builds up from that because you're constantly trying to be better – We'll play on that mental health.
1: Right. Actually, what I was going to say is at the end of the day, we're playing video games, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, yeah. (laughs) We're playing video games. We're playing video games. Why are you so serious? Like, I get this is your living. I get this is how you pay your bills, yada, yada, yada. But if you're so stressed over your numbers or your whatever that you're not having fun playing a video game, you're in the wrong industry. Flat out. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you've got 20 followers. I don't care if you've got 10 million followers. If you're so stressed over it because you're worried about every other little aspect of it, either one, you've got the wrong people working for you, mm-hmm. or two, you're in the wrong industry. Yep. That's just I mean. Clip yep. it, put it on Twitter. I don't care. That's just what it is.
0: Yep. Yep. Because, you, it, I mean, that, listen, it's not like going to a regular job. You know, most people, they go to the jobs and they do not like their job. Right. Video games is something pretty much everybody enjoys doing. Right. Right. Like, I know for a fact, the
1: CEO of my company, multimillionaire, plays Call of Duty. How do I know this? Because I play with him. If I'm not streaming and I'm playing, more than likely, I'm going to be playing with him. This is the CEO of my company who is a lawyer by nature. But he goes
2: at, home
0: and he plays Call of Duty. I mean look, look at, at Chalupa. These,
2: look at all these um heard of all these sports <laughs> <laughs> look at all these sports stars that are getting picked up by these organizations and stuff too, you know. I'm
0: saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I mean I, well, fo- I follow we all know
2: Dark
1: Knight, up and coming streamer. She is an MMA fighter. Hello. Yep. Yeah. You know? Clinton football yeah. winning Denver Bronco. Streamer on Twitch. Hello. Darius Slay. Holloway,
0: you know. Trevor yep. May. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Well, Trevor May, he's. Listen, let's talk about Trevor for a <laughs> second. <Trevor>. All right. <laughs>
2: because
1: I've had interactions with Trevor May. Trevor May's the low Didn't, luckiest didn't, didn't, didn't like FaZe
2: him. pick up somebody too? Something?
1: They picked up. Um,
2: somebody from the Cardinals or something, I think. I don't
1: Yeah, that. but that was. I think that was more of a promotional type thing. I don't think he's actually like, signed to two-phase. Yeah. This is cool. It's so neat. Trevor May is the luckiest SOB you'll ever meet. Let's just say it this
0: way, right? <laughs> the Let's fact of the matter the fact of the matter is Trevor May, okay? Let's just The fact of the matter is, though, simply this. Everybody love lo- Everybody loves video games. It's a release. And that's what it's for. Like it's supposed to be, and this is gonna lead right into our next question. It's supposed to be kind of a release from the mental stress and everything that we deal with. Look at that segue. You like that? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like I've done this a few times, like maybe twenty some episodes. <laughs> um, but with that, how has streaming helped you and helped you know just how has it helped you as a as oh, a has person? Streaming helped me, yes. I, or, I mean, has it helped you? The number
1: one. The people that I've met, um, that would be like the biggest thing. Do I stress about Do I stress about certain aspects of streaming? Yes. Um, is it the same stuff that everybody else stresses about? <laughs> no, because I could care less if I have one people or a hundred people or a thousand people watching it. Yeah, I don't care about my numbers. Um, I get an email after every single stream from Twitch as well as Streamlabs or whatever with average viewers. Uh, I literally I don't even look at those emails. I delete them. I don't have on my Twitch dashboard. I don't have any of my numbers pulled up. I couldn't. I literally could not tell you how many subs I have right now. I couldn't tell you how many followers I have right now. I couldn't tell you how many people are watching me on a regular basis because I don't care. Um, the part that stresses me out about streaming, that, that stresses me about streaming. Honestly, I don't know that I could say anything stresses me out about streaming. And I, I my mod Rachel stresses me out. Well, yeah.
0: well well that that mod Rachel of yours, you know, I think she Rachel. stresses a lot of us out. What's that what's that uh, uh emote you have out there? Shut up Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. By the way, That's by nice. the way, I can do I I do this because I actually met Rachel in real life as mod um when I was down in D- Dallas and uh she, she's awesome, too, which is why he probably mods her, or she, he felt bad because they kept trolling her. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Rachel says the reason that she's stuck around this long is because of my laugh. I'm going to call bull on that one. I think she sticks around just waiting on me to do a topless stream. She's waiting for that topless hot tub stream. Exactly. She Just about every stream, she tries to get me to go topless. Oh man! <laughs> chest for the toes. Oh man! But like Rachel is, Rachel is one of the people that I've met through this that I would honor... God, I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> that I would say is a, like a true friend. Like, uh, me and Rachel will FaceTime. Me and Rachel, I call. I literally call Rachel just about every, as soon as I end stream. Why is my chat asking for a hot tub stream? Jesus! <laughs> oh.
2: my, mod, my mods are actually going to... Uh, uh, one of my mods is coming to LootFest. She's going to gonna, she's gonna be, at, be in Vegas.
1: I'm not going to LootFest, sadly. You're not? No, I will not be there. Oh. I will not be there. Same. I've got a lot of other stuff going on that... Uh, initially, I wasn't going to go because I had done Dallas. I had done Litzburg. Uh, sure. And, sure. and Litzburg, I had to go to my wife and be like, look... <laughs> Can can I please go to this? And she was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And I came home from Lisburg. I said, "That was fun. I'm not gonna do Vegas." And then I got to thinking about it, and and people hounding me, yada yada yada. I said, "All right, let me go talk to my wife." My wife said, "Okay, it's fine." And so then it was a matter of like finding tickets and stuff. I found a couple people that had tickets for sale, and then we just had some stuff come up um, in our, in my personal life that that just. It's not going to allow it's me not, to go. Yeah, I would I love to go. I really would love to go. There's specific people there that I would like to meet. Oh, um, uh,
2: I just want. Everybody. That's I, really. What's that? I just want to meet people. That's really what it is. It's just to meet everybody that you game with and hang with.
1: For me, Dallas is more of I, th- I think there's a couple people there that I would like to meet that I have not met. Not Dallas, uh, Vegas. Um, there's a couple people there. A couple people that are going to be there that I that I would like to meet that I have not meet Brie. I have not, I've never met Brie, Brie and abs. I've never met Brie been, ex- <clears throat> you know, extremely close with them for quite some time, but I've never got to meet them. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is going to be in Vegas that I would love to meet that. I have not met. Um, oh, Fem. I'd yeah. love to meet and hang out with Fem. For for me, and aside the- from that, like Dallas and Litzberg, Especially Dallas, because it was such a short time. The actual meetup was such a short Mm -hmm. amount of time. And I was basically only in Dallas for 24 hours. I felt like I was kind of pulled 8,000 different directions. And so I didn't get to hang out with the homies hardly at all that night. And even Rachel will tell you, she was like, dude, you were all over the place. And then Litzburg was kind of the same way. My favorite time of Litzburg was the second night after the event on Saturday night because friday night everybody met up we went to there was a casino that was we just hopped on a train it was like a five-minute train ride we went to the casino everybody went to the casino i I meant like everybody like rex and everybody showed up well i got drunk that night jack like like spence knows i got like dallas drunk that night
0: (laughs) (laughs) i woke up (laughs)
1: <laughs> so the actual like Lisburg event started at like noon. I literally woke up like thirty minutes before the event. It was an hour and a half drive there. Um, but that that Saturday night after the event, a lot of people went back to the casino. Well, pretty much everybody went back to the casino, but it was a lot for for a group of us. It was a lot more chill environment. Like you had just sitting, just literally just sitting at a table, barely even drinking, just sitting there bullshitting. It was like me nine um tactical grandma and sean her husband were there um god who else was there um audio and fabs came and sat and chilled with us for a little bit with which me and fabs are close i mean fabs lives 45 minutes from me um rex came and chilled with us for a little bit abrupt you know came and sat down and chilled with us for a little bit um I'm trying to think of who else was there, man. There was a group of us that literally just sat at this table the whole night. I think I had two drinks. We were there probably five or six hours. I think I had two drinks the whole time we were there. You know it was just it was just chill, and we just sat there yeah. and just bsed for five or six hours. Nobody was wild. We just sat there watched watched I think there was an m m a fight on I think it was u f c on that night We watched u f c and it was like we had known each other for years. And nice. this wasn't, you know, certain people's... Because, you know, I'd met Nine before. I'd met Grandma and Sean before, yada, yada, yada. But you would have thought that we had just... You know, we were high school friends at our 10-year reunion, you know? Right, right. Was the, that was the best night of Litzburg, in my opinion. And I feel like there's going to be a night in Vegas like that where everybody just okay. goes, finds a hole in the wall bar and just throws darts, shoot pool, and chills. And that's the night that I'm going to miss. I'm not going to miss the... The big the wild. The yeah. No, you know what? I think the after party is going to be an absolute blast, honestly, but I just want to sit with my friends that I, that I game with and talk to on a daily basis and just bullshit and not throw Facebook's qualms out the door and cod sucks out the door and just talk, man. Right. Yeah. I don't even worry about all the a life dumb stuff.
0: Ah, for sure. For sure. That, that, that like, yeah, Dallas was definitely rushed a little bit, but you know, Yes. I, I'd I'd say you know, it was awesome going down and meeting a lot of the ones that I met, like Tactical right. Grandma, I I, I and Sean meeting them was great. Lady and uh, Jaquan, uh, her yeah. husband was great to meet. Yep. Meeting nine was great. Meeting you was absolutely great, and, and you know, and there was a few others that I I definitely was like thrilled to meet. But um, honestly, the next morning when we went to uh I to breakfast. breakfast was probably my yeah. favorite time we were just there chilling we took over ihop took over ihop was just chilling and talking and everything like that you know yep. and, and and it's such and and doing stuff like that is even good just like mentally because you're just chilling you're just not. you're talking with people that you consider friends right. and just
1: vibing and the best part of dallas to me I don't know if I should say this or not, but not everybody was invited to. It was a private thing that Nine put on the crawfish event. Well, yeah, the crawfish event Saturday afternoon at his house, and it was it was personal, man. Because I don't, I honestly, I don't think we brought up gaming, and, and it was and like I... it was me, Nine, Grandma, and Sean were there. Uh, Fabs was there. Mm-hmm. Finesse was. I think it was Finesse was there. Um. Lady and Jaquan were there, which I had met Lady and Jaquan previously prior to even these events ever being talked to because they lived just a couple hours from me. Lynx came into town, so, like, me, Lynx, Navy, um, Lost Navy, Lady Geek, Jaquan, all of us had gone to dinner a, a couple times, you know, prior to even – so I had met all of them, you know. Right. But being able to, Fab's was there, you know, there was just a lot of people there. And we sat around in Nine's backyard with Nine's, Nine's whole family, his parents and everything were there. And we ate crawfish and made fun of Fab's because he's fat because he was eating (laughs) all the, all the fricking crawfish under the sun. It was like 40 pounds of crawfish. I think Fab's ate 37 of it. (laughs) (laughs) We just, we just hung out. Like there was no talk of gaming.
0: And, 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 And that is honestly a good point because it's like, you know, just chill. And we, right now, I feel one of the biggest things is Americans are on the go so much; it's go, 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 mm-hmm. that you don't take the time to sit back and just slow down. Slow down. Well, hence, hence the name: Press Pause Podcast, right. Because right. take that time for yourself. Just chill. You know, right. chill with your friends. Don't don't be you know worrying about. Just- don't be worrying about this or what's going on to take that time to mentally reset and just pause
1: I Pause for a minute. I wish we could go back to a year ago, and this is going to sound really stupid because COVID was at its peak a year ago, go back to a year ago, but take away the pandemic, take away the mandatory lockdown. But let's look at the mental state of everybody a year ago. People were spending times with their families. Yep. The environment was clean. Like, people weren't didn't have everybody driving around, you know? So go back to what the actual mentality was a year ago, minus the lockdown and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of almost a perfect world.
2: Early they, 2020. I guess, throw yep. the election.
1: I'll, I'll, out too. Allow,
0: uh, allow the ability to be able to kind of go out when you want, but not everybody was going out.
1: It's live in the moment.
2: Yep. Yeah
1: which I say live in the moment. I'm the worst person about live in the moment because I have to plan every aspect of my life. <laughs> I, I, my, 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 that, it's that military. Minute. Yes. Cause I was not like that prior to the military. My stress at this exact minute is I'm sitting here watching my phone light up because people are DMing me left and right about games this week and even games tonight. And <laughs> I have, I have plans with, with, Bratch at least Monday and Tuesday. But I'm like, I don't have night plans. I, I, and I'm the worst about it. I don't set night plans. So that's my stress right now. This is my biggest stressor in the world is this thing. And,
0: and sometimes and that's why I personally have been trying to take like, I'll try and get on like um, in the morning to send out a tweet, usually um, concerning the podcast and everything on like Saturday. But then I try to kind of take Saturday and just, stay on mm-hmm. my phone until saturday night and then same thing usually on sunday you might see me kind of comment a couple things that i check on and everything like that but i've been trying to mentally do that because sometimes mm-hmm. the social media is one of the biggest aspects that throws our mental states because you're seeing so many there's so many things that you see that just kind of messes with you on, on no, social, social media. media
1: is the downfall of
0: society right now agreed and yet look what we do Mhm. right so um obviously your wife knows what you've dealt with as far mm-hmm. as your mental health um, mm-hmm. and i'm sure a lot of your friends know what you deal with and everything what uh, how have uh, obviously they're probably like your wife is obviously fully supportive and everything like that of everything that you deal with your mental health but what about everybody else that knows that are your like family and friends
1: um, it doesn't come up a lot to be honest because it's something that i deal with in private i mean so the first time that my wife ever had to deal with it we had gone we had been dating like four months like literally this was in we started dating in february of 2011 2012 she's gonna kill me um (laughs) in may of 2012 we went down to gulf shores alabama for a music fest on the beach called the hangout music festival three days of just every genre of music that you could ever think of on the beach like what more could you ask for man um the first night it was jack white playing the headline he was the headliner that night on the beach Probably 100,000 people out here on the beach. We're right in the middle of 100,000 people. I've been home from Afghanistan five months at this point. I don't do crowds, but I'm dealing with it because I'm there with her and her friends. Um, unbeknownst to us, they start light. There's a fireworks show, <laughs> which
2: oh my gosh. did
1: not turn out well. I'm not a small dude. At the time, I was 6'2", about 290 pounds, and about 8% body fat. I was massive. I grabbed her by the hand and just started leveling people, like literally leveling people, running people over to get the hell out of where we were at. And my wife said, I have never seen somebody period move that fast through sand, much less somebody of your size, because let's be real, big dudes don't aren't quick. She said, I've never seen somebody move that fast. She was like, you were literally just running through people and i was like yeah fireworks suck i still don't do fireworks to this day i can't if i'm at a distance sure
2: i was gonna ask but, you, if you if you can do fireworks or not
1: if i'm at a distance like a good distance couple miles sure but i try and avoid them which sucks because my wife loves them it's one of her favorite things in the world
0: so yeah. how how is that for like july 4th in your area
1: July fourth in my area we go to the front of my neighborhood my I live in a little small town 10,000 people live in my town okay. um about 2 miles up the road we have this lake thing and they shoot fireworks off there you can see them everywhere in the whole city so we go to the front of my neighborhood take our lawn chairs take a you know cooler full of beer or whatever the whole our whole neighborhood goes up there and everybody just sits there that's fine Fun. um because I'm far enough away but if I wasn't married to my wife, I wouldn't be out there.
0: And, and, out and, there and, and it's not like it was happening right in that subdivision or whatever that right. you're living in. Right. Like, I mean, they like for me, I have in my subdivision, they're constantly going off around July July 4th and everything like that. So that's kind of what I was right. kind and of you know, wondering.
1: They do shoot them off in our neighborhood, but there's a lot of veterans in our neighborhood. So they, they, they understand and keep them to a minimum. Which, ironically, the guy that was shooting him off the most this year is a vet. So I was like, "Dude, you gotta relax." He was like, "Cool, gotcha. you." Uh,
0: Devi, is there anything any questions?
2: No, I don't have any questions <laughs> right now. All
0: right,
2: I've been as they come to me, I've been asking them, kind of.
0: Yeah, I I feel that because uh, definitely, like, and and I said this to uh, Newcomb uh, prior. I'm like, you know, we just kind of roll with the flow. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah, we, yeah. Have, a general, kind of we have a up, general we have a general basis outline and everything like that, but you know we kind of just roll with the flow because not every every yeah. experience gonna... is yes. – What was that?
1: We're gonna said to... speaking of rolling with the flow, y'all are gonna have to give me like one minute. Go for it. <laughs>
2: hey, hey. hey SNC, he, if he's gonna do that, I might do the same in a second.
0: Go for it. Quick. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. All right, guys, so I'm going to be
2: here.
0: I'm going to be here. Uh, I'm Uh, I'm over here at the Press Pause Podcast on Twitch. Uh, Guys, if you're in Newcomb's chat and Devious's chat, um, also, um, since they're not here, I'll go ahead and actually say a couple things. You can email the Press Pause Podcast, or hold on, let me get the actual email. It's it's fairly new. It's fairly new, so hold on a second. Um. It's press pause podcast at yahoo.com. We are coming up on one year of being um, doing the podcast at two a month. And we are wanting anybody that has been in our chats to send their stories. in if they want to send in a favorite moment of the podcast that they want to. um, And we're going to like read them out on our one year uh, podcast edition. Um, so that'd be press pause podcast at yahoo.com. Also, we are affiliated with empire jerky code is pause P A U S E. You get 5% off anything that the press pause podcast gets. We are going to be transparent, but we are putting it right into a mental health organization charity and, uh, we're closing down, um, on locking down on one that we're looking into, um, to finalize that and everything like that and in the future we are going to start doing uh when we do these podcasts um actually have the links up probably like once a quarter um and have you guys do donations to uh the charity that we're supporting so that's some things that are in the works things that we got planned and going on but now we've got newcomb and devious back so um
2: Personally, want to thank you for doing such a good job and hard work at, at setting all that up. Anchor, Spotify, just getting it all put the 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 Twitter, everything. It just you've made it you made it easy to be a co-host for this. That's for sure. Thank you.
0: Not a problem. Not a problem. That that's why personally my my personal streams have kind of taken a step back because I've been concentrating on getting all this stuff done. Um, you can find all our social our all our socials at linktr.ee/slash the press pause podcast. Nope. Just press pause podcast. See, I can't remember these things. Um, but yes, as Stevie has said, we are on anchor. Um, uh, we are on Spotify. We've put these out there and everything. So everybody can go back and listen to them. We've got a discord, um, that we're using right now. We've got Twitter and, and we just got a lot that's going on. So now that we've got that all covered, welcome back guys. Sorry, liquid oh, dust uh, juice. Yeah. <laughs> I actually need to try some of that, but <clears throat> amazing um, so was mental health something that was ever really talked about in your family in general, or was it just something that you guys pretty much just lived day by day, kept it in, held it in, growing up, you know growing are you, are you up
1: like, you're talking growing up, yeah, yeah, no, um. Um. So I was raised military. My dad was in the Air Force. Um. It was a pretty shitty dad. Um. Par- <laughs> parents got divorced, and then for whatever dumbass reason, got remarried like a year and a half later. Like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um. Dad was court-martialed for ch- for child abuse on two different occasions. Uh, found not guilty both times. Um, And then parents, you know, second time parents got divorced, I was like 16 and just have not had much of a relationship with my dad since. Like, we talk randomly, but uh, so I've got two daughters. He's met at four and two years old. He's never met my youngest and can't remember her name. Calls her by the wrong name on a daily basis. Um it's a rare occasion that he remembers the oldest name. He's met her once when she was maybe six months old. So
0: yeah. that that explains it. That yeah. definitely was not talked about at all.
1: No. No, there was there was no discussion of it. It was it was my mom raised us. Let me just leave it at that. <laughs> I had a I had a I had a really shitty dad. I vowed to be the opposite of that, and I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of it.
0: Uh, well, I, I, I can say from uh, yeah. your berserk video that I saw, and just the way when you talk about your family and your kids and everything like that, how you're uh, you could always see that little smirk and the smile come up on your face when you're talking my about them. So. Demons, I just put up with them. <laughs> I thought that was Rachel that was a demon, but that's that's a, that's a whole other story, Rachel's huh? In my ass. I'm waiting on it to pop up in chat
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly waiting on my girls to come up here and tell me goodnight.
2: Did you struggle with any of this mental stuff growing up at all? Or is it was it more just like right around when the military started?
1: It's military. It's all.
2: Yeah. 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 You
1: know, with my dad, it, it was whatever. You know, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't know any better. Sure. So it's it's all military. You know, prior to the military, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was a troublemaker. I gotten this is gonna sound bad. I had gotten arrested a lot, but it was all like stupid, like yeah. very minuscule stuff. Um, oh my god, my phone is freaking out. Um, it was it was literally all like, I got pulled over for speeding for it. So then my license got suspended. So then I got pulled over, you know, three months later, and I you know got arrested because I'm driving on a suspended license. Like, I couldn't get registration for my car because I had a suspended driver's license. So I get pulled over, you know, three months later. You know, get arrested because I had no driver's license and no registration. Yeah, it was just a whole a whole slew of dumb, avoidable stuff that had mm-hmm. zero impact whatsoever on my life now. Um the good part about I guess all of that was my mom was sick of my b s. So she said, you have two choices: go to college or join the military. I had zero interest in going to college at that point. And I said, cool. I'll go to college or I'll, I'll join the military, um, go to join the military, can't join the military because I have 9,000 traffic violations against me. So my mom actually paid all of my court fees. We had to, we had to turn me into jail. I had to go spend like four hours in jail just so I could get everything figured out. And then she paid everything told the, when we went to the judge, I said, listen, I'm joining the military. You know, I need to get this handled. And so he waived what was, should have been like probably $7,000 worth of fines. He waved it down to 100 bucks and said, bring me proof that you're joining the military. I'm going to add this right back on. I left the courthouse, went to the recruiter, signed paperwork, took him paperwork right back then. Like in the same day. And I left for the military. They tried to delay my leaving for the military for six months. And I said, this is not a good idea. I'm going to get in trouble again. And the guy said, fair enough. I, at the time I had picked to be a medic for my job. He said, fair enough. If you want to be a medic, you have to wait six months. If you want to join the infantry, I can have you down. I can have you gone in eight days. I said, let's put me in the infantry. And I was gone.
0: And then that's where everything went downhill, start, <laughs> went, went downhill and started happening. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Um, so we've kind of talked about it a little bit. But besides the um going into the woods, shooting your bow, and then even like your kids and your family, is there any other release that you might have when it comes to you just kind of like start dealing with some of this stuff, and you just kinda just kind of need to get away like take a moment to yourself or whatever to just. Handle what you're hand, having to deal with as far as your ATS. I, I got
1: kids. There ain't no moments to myself. There, the moments to myself. I'm sitting here playing video games. That's that's uh, my moments to myself. Um, and my car. Um, music to me is a huge thing. And if you went through my phone right now and went through my playlist. I have the widest array of music you will ever come across. And I'm talking, literally, I'm going to pull my playlist up right now. So currently, what I was listening to this morning when I was in my yard was Randy Houser. If you haven't heard of Randy Houser, great. My my personal opinion, greatest natural voice in country music you'll ever hear. I'm just going to scroll through and list some stuff. ACDC, Adele, Brad Beasley.
2: All over the place, right?
1: Yeah, Chris Stapleton, Dallas Smith, Dave Matthews, Disturbed, all um, over the
0: place.
2: Five yeah. Things, Death
1: Punch, Godsmack, Garth Brooks, Harris Keller. We all know who Harris Keller is. Um, Jay Z, Josh, uh, Josh Turner, Johnny Cash, Corn, Les Misérables, the Les Misérables soundtrack. When I say all over the place, I am literally all over the place. Yeah. All over um, the place.
2: I miss concerts, speaking of, man. I miss oh, being God. able to go to just anything music-wise. Yes.
1: The last <laughs> concert I went to, I think was Luke Bryant, of which I almost got me and my wife kicked out of because people were being douchebags.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> very
1: so,
2: close
0: to me and my wife kicked out of. <laughs> Sinister says she got good taste in music.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I I listen to everything. Like, literally, and I'm the guy that, when my girls aren't in the car I've got it cranked as loud as I possibly can and I don't care what it is I will roll down the, roll down the you know streets of San Antonio with Adele blaring on 70 and all my windows open but then I'll two later I might have God smack on I mean you you never know what you're going to come across I get in and I literally just put my entire thing on shuffle and what comes on is what comes on I don't care I like think
2: a lot rap? of 80s and 70s babies just have mm-hmm. an all-around taste in music, you know? The mm-hmm. mm-hmm. well,
1: lot they grew One up One thing they're... I can't get into is this new rap. I can't. This, this new rap yeah. sucks. I like yeah. the old rap, the Tupac and the Biggie and, you know, like the old Jay-Z and Bone and stuff like, like that. The
2: bone, yeah, yeah. All That's the time, man. Stuff.
1: This new rap sucks. Yep. And even Eminem, man, Eminem. God, great, man.
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah music is huge to me huge i always have headphones i I probably own 10 sets of headphones <laughs> i've got my airpods and i've got whatever you know just in case something dies i have another set right there like my work bag i have four sets of headphones in my work bag to last me 12 hours because i always have headphones in and they yeah, die
2: mine, mine just mine just died you know i get i need that I need extra sets.
1: (laughs) Well, even gaming headphones. I've got these and three other sets sitting behind me because these are wireless, but they're out of problem with them.
0: (laughs) So we're getting down to the end. Uh, We're about an hour and a half in, hour, 40 minutes in. So kind of start kind of winding it down a little bit here. Um, So, Nuke, what is something... Um, obviously, yours is different than anybody that we've had on to date. Um, yeah. I different. mean, I mean, we've had anxiety, we've had social anxiety, we've had depression, we've had um, oh geez, I can't even think of some of the one other ones that we had. Hostile, uh, hostile was on. What she? I can't even think of the. But we've had, we've had a range of things, but we've never had anybody that. First of all, was in the military. ADHD. Thanks, Sinster. He was in the military. No, oh yeah, Dad, I was, Dab-I, but he didn't really Dab-I talk about it though. That's why he didn't really talk about it though.
2: Well, he was in
1: the Air Force,
0: so. You can relate though.
2: You can relate a little bit.
0: Well, but he he yeah he is military. But we were more talking at that point in time. He was he was hammering away on platform, a lot of platform stuff, um, but um. This is uh, you're the first one that's actually openly talked about military and what it's kind of done, and uh, the PTSD, TMI, trauma. and all that trauma and everything that you have. Um, so to anybody that is out there that's dealing with, you know, a PTSD issue, whether it be from military or just something in general, um, what would you want them to know? Uh, or what would you let me let me back up a second for your symptoms that are free for your ptsd and tmi anybody that has like for myself that's never really dealt with anything like that what would you tell someone concerning your symptoms to kind of look out for that might you know hey they might have ptsd or or something like that and how would someone like myself who hasn't Dealt with it go about helping someone that might have it to try and bring them out would it be like avoid them? I, I, I you know just kind of an overall yeah.
1: every person is different as far as symptoms go every single person is different for me initially um it was i i personally had a very short fuse i would literally snap on anything i got put on a medication for it um that uh, it was called boost bar um, You take it, and it calms you almost immediately. However, I absolutely hated the way that it made me feel physically. It just made me feel like ass. Um, I So I have to go to the VA once a year just to maintain my disability rating. And I have the coolest doctor in the world, but he's so naive. It's ridiculous. And his solution to everything is, let me write you a medical marijuana card. My job, I can't. Nor I've never done a drug in my life, which is mind blowing to some people. Um, but even even if even if I wanted to, I can't because of my job. I fall under federal guidelines that just flat out don't allow it. Um, there's there, there's no good answer for that question, man. To be honest, everybody's symptoms are going to be different, and everybody's um trying to help everybody is going to be different. If you would if if we would have done this podcast five years ago, I would have never said a word that I just said, because I was something that I just held in. Right. And, and I guess the more that I'm out, the longer that I'm out, I guess the more comfortable I am talking about it. Um, but there's, you know, you get some of these guys from Vietnam that have, you know, Vietnam was 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they still won't talk about it. And then you have guys from Vietnam that will talk about it with you all day long. Or yeah. you have people that will only talk to people that have experienced the same type of traumas. They will only talk about it with them. So there's no, there's honestly, there's no good answer to that question because every single person is different.
0: That is definitely, yeah. yeah PTSD is
2: probably got to be tough because there's so many
0: variables it's so
2: broad yeah there's so many variables that could trigger something right you know within oh, it. Now
1: they're coming out with uh it's called osd which is other stress disorder which is a lot of the people that um you know were in the military and may have deployed but they weren't in a direct combat zone so they were like one of the major bases but they maybe you know saw a body come across or something like that. Well, even just the sight of a body, you know, of a dead body, you know, can trigger something for somebody, can cause sure. stuff. So they're not gonna necessarily call that PTSD, but they're gonna call it OSD, which is other stress disorder. Um, it just it's it's just such a wide array, and there's just mm-hmm. so little research that's ever been done on it. You know, they didn't start studying PTSD. Vietnam in Vietnam, they didn't know what the hell PTSD was. PTSD didn't start getting studied until this current war whatever you want to call it i don't know after the last week but even after like the gulf war you know ptsd wasn't a thing yeah. it's just recently that they've started talking about it so i don't know it's such a wide array of just absolutely everything
0: right right oh definitely i mean that and that's really everybody that we've had on It's has right. been a wide array i mean uh, you know, for some people, like uh, the, the social anxiety just, you know, you get in big groups and it's just like, okay, let me go over in this corner because I can't deal with it and be by myself for a bit right. to calm myself down where others have to completely leave or, right. or, or you know, it's it, there's so many different variables that could come, come across and right. I, I get it. I get it, but, you know. It's something that we try to we try to ask because we're trying to learn. We're trying to, you know, I've I don't have PTSD, so I don't know what you deal with, and you know, maybe somebody out there is watching right now that may have somebody
2: in chat actually just said uh, my hubby is a veteran and struggles with PTSD. Um, she said certain things like even movies, dreams, certain noises can set hobby off and, and like you re, like even you said movies, fireworks, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So, right. Movies yeah, yeah.
1: A big and, one for me.
2: And and, and and that's the
0: thing and that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to, you know, spread awareness out to let people know they're not alone that there are people right. that yes, <laughs> nuke. Your situation with PTSD and what you're dealing with with PTSD might be different from somebody else that was in the mi- military and PT- right. have PTSD, but there's still two people there that have PTSD, mm-hmm. so you can relate to an extent. Your
2: triggers, your triggers may be different than theirs, or you know mm-hmm. whatever, right? So
0: exactly, um, exactly. <laughs> so. I guess now we're we're might as well go ahead and uh, go ahead and close out. I think we've hit all the points and everything like that. Um, So what we typically end up doing is at the end is we just kind of give a little tip, kind of a tidbit or important point that um, about the podcast or about something that you want to say concerning, you know, what you specifically deal with. So, We've got another 20 minutes if you want to take all 20 minutes, but, uh, go ahead, take it away. Just kind of, kind of, uh, what kind of tell people what you want them to try and take away from the podcast tonight, and then what you've talked to us about. Um, I'm,
1: I, you know me, I'm short and simple. Best thing I can say is, um, and I'm going to take this back to, uh, uh, the military thing, and especially with everything that's gone on the last week, ten days, reach out, man if you, If you have military friends, family, anything, and especially people that have been in this this most recent it was never even technically declared as a war, but this most recent war, I guarantee you they're going through some shit, whether they were directly involved, indirectly involved, what not. Reach out. Just as simple as uh you okay, you good. I mean, that's the best I can say because I guarantee you they're they are dealing with some military struggles. Anybody that has served in the military since 2001 to current day, they are going through something right now. Just reach out. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, to for some of the stuff I've heard, to know that a area that you were over in and had fought in in a country is now possibly taken over by a. a a, another organization has mm-hmm. got to be just just wild to understand i guess uh just because you set foot there you were there yep uh i i personally can't understand it but i've I, i'm trying to relate and understand people that have talked about it and i can i can get the struggles so
1: right um, right
2: i appreciate you again man for for oh, your Absolutely.
1: Service. Absolutely man, appreciate it. Thank
0: you. Anything else before we move over to new uh devious that's what I've got, man devious
2: biggest thing we, we've a lot of the stuff is we've touched on you know, like you said, just reach out, make sure you know um uh you know if you're not okay, talk about it any anything mental and mental health related um but the, I think the biggest thing that really hit home for me today was when you said that you guys in Dallas just stopped what you were doing streaming and, and sat on the couch and hung out for five or six hours and watched UFC and 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 just were yourselves. Nothing streaming related, nothing gaming related, being people, being people, humans talking about human stuff. Um, that's the biggest thing I think that I really got out of it because I, I personally don't talk to my family enough sometimes or I don't see my girlfriend enough or I don't you know, even get on Discord and 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 face to face with your some of your homies, whatever. Um, just take time to your take that time to slow down and and do life.
1: Yep. Right. Yep.
2: Exactly. We've said, it, we've said it a lot, and and it's it's, it's so huge. It it helps so much. Yep. It helps so much. And yes, exactly.
0: Does. Um. So, new couple questions first. Number one, are you staying live after? Nope. Okay. Well,
1: I'm gonna end and then restart. Yeah.
0: You're gonna end and restart, okay? Because yep. I was going to send the podcast over to you.
1: No, I'm gonna end and go tell my girls good night, and then restart here probably
0: 20 minutes or so. All right. Well, DVS, are you staying live after then? Are you no, going, I'm go
2: not ahead? either. Okay, I'm I'm getting off for a bit too. Yeah, I have some something stuff I got to finish up.
0: All right. Well, then we'll find someone to raid. Maybe bio's still uh live, but I want to say thank yeah, you for your. On. I want to say thank you for your service as well um appreciate definitely definitely appreciate it uh definitely learned a whole lot um concerning PTSD and um I know that it's such a wide um, variety of things that could be could be underneath yeah. just like even ADHD there's such a wide variety of stuff that can be engulfed under it uh, in that umbrella but uh my takeaways is just like I mean, you guys both both said it. One, reach out, check on people. Military, non military. You see someone struggling. I, I mean, especially with social media. If you see someone on social media posting things that could be, like, um, could could warrant a concern. Reach out to them. Yep. Reach out to them. Um, yep. and and the other thing, and and the thing that how we came about the name is just pause
2: pause pause stop stop for a bit. stop
0: the hustle and bustle of regular life take a moment pause and just relish in that moment just t- take the time to chill relax try and take you know read a book spend time with family if you have family Go for a ride in a car along the water and just enjoy the view, or the woods if you like the woods. Just mm. do something to get you away from your regular, everyday, normal life. Listen to
2: some ACDC. Yeah, <laughs> Kick it and crank it. Whatever. Listen to your favorite music, man. It helps.
0: It out. Let the aggression out. So, guys, with that being said, this is episode number 22 of the Press Pause Podcast. We have September twelfth we have Myn joining us. Myn is the word Remember um Mern he the word. he is gonna join us and tell his story. He actually gave up his spot to get Dad bond on um so that way because he was going Dad Bob, obviously you guys were all here and heard his story with dealing with the Facebook issues and the platform issues and this that and the other. Um. So Mern got him. Let him go ahead and take his spot. So we got Mern coming up on September twelfth. Uh, we have Toxic Gaming on September twenty sixth. Uh, we have nine eight twelve on October tenth. Who, who, who? Um, October seventeenth is our one year podcast, and then October twenty fourth is Captain Kalib. I've also met in person.
1: I to say you just literally listed off like a bunch of my friends,
0: <laughs> which I met all of. Merton is the one I wanted to go meet in Litzburg. I met I met Merton in Litzburg. I've met uh,
1: Caleb in Dallas.
0: Yep, I met, met him in, Dallas.
1: in I and said, Dallas.
2: I couldn't make those. I'm happy to go to Loot Fest, but I'm gonna miss some of you guys that I get to meet, man. Loot
0: Fest so. to be- Loot Fest, Fest, is going to be definitely fun and everything. I'm bummed I can't go, but dying about Loot Fest this <laughs> whole. So, guys, with that being said, we are going to go ahead and end the stream. We appreciate y'all being here from our guests. Thank you, Nukem, for joining us, telling us your story, um, just blowing our mind with everything. Yeah. Um, Devious, thank you. Thank you. Thank you uh, for being here tonight. Um, From spent, devious, press pause podcast, our guest, Newcomb. We thank you guys. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And you all have a wonderful and amazing night. Good night. All a good one. All right. All right, guys. That is going to do it for us at the press pause podcast.